All right, all right, all right. Another episode. Chainlink Sports Talk today. We have a very, very big guest. Local legend from where I'm around. Former first-round pick of the St. Louis Cardinals. 28th overall, 2013 MLB draft, Rob Kaminsky. This guy was picked ahead of big leaguers like Sean Manaya, Michael Lorenzen, Aaron Judge. So, you know, very high-value prospect. Um, very uh, valuable member of the Cardinals organization. And he's actually now back with the Cardinals after um, a few years with the Indians. And uh, so he's back with the team that uh, drafted him and uh, back home in uh, some ways. So, Rob, thanks for coming on. Uh, how you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No problem. So uh, today's topic where we're – what I'm trying to cover here is life as a minor leaguer and kind of climbing your way, you know, from being drafted and uh, working your way up to the major. So let's get right into questions. So the first question I want to ask you is walk me through your draft experience and the night you were drafted. And then what was the final decision when choosing between the Cardinals and North Carolina? Yeah, no. Um, I see you did your research. Nice to work, my friend. Um, yeah, draft night was pretty uh, – Shit, that was seven seven years ago now. It was pretty wild. We uh, had some people at my house for the draft itself, and then afterwards we went to a, a restaurant in town that my mom like rented out and did all that stuff. So it was awesome. Uh, honestly, I knew I was going to the Cardinals like ten minutes before the, the public knew. I didn't know much. Right. I got a text from my advisor at the time, my agent, and he said, "My agent now," because they got all those weird rules about. Can't have an agent back then or whatever. Yeah. In school. Yep. Uh, you're wearing Cardinal red. What the, what the hell are you talking about? You signed with the Cardinals at 28th pick. I said, all right, sounds good to me. And then, you know, went out and had, had a good time and a fun night. You know, it's, it's, it's a special time for more people than just myself. A lot of people made a lot of sacrifice for me growing up. My parents, my uncles, my, you, you name it, everybody, you know, was doing what was best for me. So I appreciate it. It was good to see everybody happy and, uh, Help to make more memories like that. Right. So it was really your advisor who kind of um, pushed you in that direction of the Cardinals, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it was uh, – I, I, I wouldn't say I was definitely not going to college, but I wanted to get my career started. I love baseball. I love uh, – and there's so many risks with going to college. I mean, I've had numerous injuries in pro ball, but I was lucky to be already be an affiliate and uh, have the best training staff, have the best – you know, rehab team and, and all that. And it just, it just worked out. So it was, uh, it was a pretty easy decision, to be honest with you. Okay, gotcha. So when you were picked by the Cardinals, it's to my knowledge that you were excited that it was the Cardinals because of, you know, their tradition, just as, in the, um, just as like their team as a whole, like from when they were founded, you know, to the day you were drafted. And then also the way that they kind of develop young pitch, uh, young pitchers and just how they take care of, the young guys um, in their organization. So when you were traded to the Indians, what was your mindset like? And then how was that adjustment period being traded for the first time and switching teams for the first time in your career? Yeah, it was, uh, I was actually on a bus trip. We were on the road and uh, we were in playing the Brewers, I think, in the Florida State League. I was having a good year. Getting to know everybody. I was, I was always the younger guy. I was, I was 20th time, and we're on a bus trip to a different spot on the road in Dunedin to play a Blue Jays forward high A team. I get a call at like 11:30 at night, midnight, from the St. Louis number. I'm like, 
I think it was the day of the deadline or like the last day. I forget. Uh-huh. I think the, the trade I was, I was involved in like set the deadline. I don't know, but I get a call from the player development head and said, Hey, you've been traded. And I didn't know. I didn't know what trades were. I thought it was all like, you know, big leaguers get traded, not minor leaguers, especially in high right. A, two years out of the draft. Yep. Say, you've been traded with Cleveland, you know, thanks for everything. It's been uh, you know, awesome helping me develop and best of luck in Cleveland. And little did I know, I'll, I'll be back there in four years, back to St. Louis. So it's uh, it's funny how this game works out. It was it was uh, I was pissed at first, to be honest with you. Um, I was getting comfortable there. I love the organization, good people. But let me tell you, Cleveland does things the right way too. So I had a uh, I'm very fortunate to be involved with St. Louis and then Cleveland, and now back to St. Louis. So no complaints here. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and you know, I'm obviously I haven't shared the same um, experiences that you have, but. It seems that like a lot of guys, you know, when they get drafted and then once they spend like a little bit of time with the team that picked them, you know, it's naturally get comfortable. You know, you're making friends with teammates, like you're getting used to the coaches there. And then all of a sudden, like the business side of baseball kicks in and boom, you're traded. And you know, I, the Cardinals got that guy Moss from the Indians at the time. I guess they needed like that big bat. And like, you know, that was where yeah, they just had to make that move. Now you talk about, I remember, uh, I think Holiday went down in left field, like, he got hurt that night, so everyone's like, "Oh, someone's gonna get dealt." Like they need a left field; they're making a playoff run. Right. And everyone thought it was gonna be Reyes, Alex Reyes, my buddy, and then he was actually on the bus with us. And once we heard that, we're like, "Oh shit!" I guess we were wrong. I guess it's me being dealt. So the first kid I told was actually Voight. He was sitting right in front of me. You know, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Yankees. Yeah, with the Yanks, he was sitting in front of me. I'm like, "Dude, I just got traded." player had said I got traded and then the skipper came down the bus and said, Yeah, you were uh, you were trading, pack your stuff up, you know, take take a uh, taxi to I don't even know if there was Uber. Take a taxi to the uh, airport tomorrow, meet right. the Indians, high eighteen on the road. Go, All, All right. right. Okay, gotcha. So then you're with the Indians now for a couple years and then last year, two thousand nineteen you got your first taste of big league camp for spring training. So, you know, once again, just walk me through that experience. And then what, you know, experienced veteran player or players were most helpful for you um, in those weeks you were there with them? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think what was it? Yeah, 2018, I had a good uh, – I tore my abdomen in spring training or a little before spring training, early camp. And then ended up coming back in June and, like, I asked them to become a reliever just because I didn't want. I wanted to get out of rehab. Pro ball, if you're a starter, it's another four or five weeks of building up. So I said, "Listen, I haven't pitched in a year and a half. Like, just get me out of here. You know, send me wherever you want. Just let me come out of the bullpen so I can just get out of here and not have to build up in Arizona." I've been there for like a year and a half. I told my elbow the year before, okay. and then finally uh, I go to I go to Akron, which is Double A. Have a decent year, nothing special, and then get invited to Fall League. Have a good Fall League, and find out. Uh, they were going to invite me to big league camp. And then I'm like, God, just leave me as a reliever. And they, they were awesome with it, helped me adjust and stuff. And coming to big league camp, my arm didn't hurt. It was just like, it just wasn't ready. Like, I had no time off. I went from fall league, like 10 days off and throwing and then, you know, starting up again. So I was just, I had a little dead on. I, had a, I was awful. I pitched like, I pitched pretty shitty. Not to curse, my bad. No, you're good. I pitched pretty bad in, in camp in 2019. And then, uh, yeah, and these guys are awesome. I mean, Bauer's awesome. I reached out to him today to help with some stuff. Uh, Lindor was, I mean, not that I had, like, 
wouldn't call these guys necessarily like buddies, you know, but they, they treated me the same. They treat everybody else. Kluber was awesome. Like they don't treat anyone different there. Same thing with St. Louis, just the right. regular people, you know, you're in yeah. the clubhouse with them, they respect you. They want you to help them win. Absolutely. They can help you. They will. I'm sure there's, there's, I'm sure there's pricks everywhere, but at least the two organizations I've been with, everyone's been awesome. I don't know if that's a culture thing or you believe in that stuff, but everybody's been cool with me. That's good, though, that you've had those uh, experiences and those uh, connections with those guys. But So I guess my next question you already kind of answered. So now that you're back with the Cardinals, um, you're switching more to the a reliever side. Is this because of the injuries you've had and you just kind of want to maintain your body more and, like, less workload in your arm? So why the change now that you're back with the Cardinals? Yeah, once, once Cleveland uh... – let me let me ride with that. I kind of just ran with it, and uh, I had some really good some good months. Had an awful August last year, and then same my, my contract ran out, so I was a minor league free agent. Okay. It was my sixth season, so it ran out, and I could sign anywhere. And agent talked to St. Louis the first night they were allowed to reach out and made an offer and whatnot. A couple weeks later, and it just worked out. So I signed there, and they said we want to keep you as a reliever, and I was. Thrilled to hear that just because my elbow holds up much better as a reliever. I went back to back in three or five days. Whatever they need me to do, I could do. This is the best I've felt in, honestly, probably since 2014, maybe, Uh five years, six years. So I've been feeling unbelievable. So this is the stoppage sucks, but I guess there's more important things in baseball. But hopefully get back out there soon. So was it something where – you were it was kind of like a lingering um injury when you were starting or did it kind of come on more sudden and then you kind of kept on pitching through it so yeah was I, was like? young, I was young and pretty dumb i had a back strain i had a lumbar strain uh 2016 came back got an injection and whatnot came back pitched well through like 140 innings that year i think including playoff 150 and then 2017, had a good spring training minor league camp, like early camp or whatever. And uh, I felt like a tweak in my elbow the last my last start. I think I did four innings at the Brewers minor league side. And just didn't feel right. Broke with Akron. Just didn't feel right again. And then finally got an MRI and said, yeah, like you have a torn UCL. You got a uh, high-grade sprain. So it was either surgery or, or try an injection. And I tried the injection, and it worked out. And I feel – feel unbelievable now. I mean, best my I got the same injection in my abdomen next year when I when I pulled my abdomen. And then, you know, I haven't knock on wood, haven't had nothing since. I just feel uh Right. I don't know, man. I just feel ready to go and chomping at the bit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you are just like everybody else. Um sure. so so last question, um kinda shifting gears a little bit here. Um there's there's a a lot of talk, um especially on like social media, I see it a lot where guys talk about minor league pay and like the lifestyle of a minor leaguer and just kind of how major league baseball could somehow improve the situation in terms of the conditions or uh, pay in general in the minors. So I want to know your opinions on that. And then if you think that anything's uh, should be uh, changed in your years in the minors. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, it's, it's the right of way, it's the right of passage or whatnot. We did it back in my day, but it's like, it shouldn't be like that. I think, yeah. I think again, I'll be going to end up doing the right thing. I think it's going to happen soon. And uh, I don't know, there's 
Like we like the old the saying in baseball is you don't like it, play better. Right. But you don't always control everything. You don't always have that, you know, control over situations. But yeah, I think the lower levels definitely definitely need an upgrade. I think the pay needs to be changed. It's getting better a little bit over the years, but it's definitely got to be a, a larger change in pace pay scale. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I can go on a laundry list of stuff, but I don't want to. I don't want to get anybody upset. I think uh, we're not here to get you in come, trouble, Rob. So don't don't worry. I know, I know. When it comes down to it, I think MLB will change the way minor leaguers are paid. I don't know if that means they cut minor league teams, which I'm which I'm seeing. Yeah, well, so like they they are talking about that now, like especially with with uh, what's going on, you know, with the whole pandemic stuff. So that's another factor playing into this. Yeah, so I mean, this threw a curveball. I think pay. I think a pay raise is coming this year, next year. I saw some teams are doing it already, but it's just there's so much money in baseball. There's no reason to just cut out the lower level. There's there's no reason to not pay, you know, a right. livable wage. I think right. more progressive would become as a nation. I think it's coming to light. You know, you got to take care of guys. You can't have six guys living in a two-bedroom apartment, you yeah. know, making butter and jelly sandwiches after driving through the night. It's just not. It's not right. Yeah. No one fans the butts. It's just not right. And I think that's going to change. I think there's some good people in charge. So hopefully, uh, you know, most importantly, we get through this pandemic and people are you know behaving and, and, and treating this as important as it is, and we get back to playing baseball, which uh, we all want. Obviously. Awesome. So uh, that's all I got for you today, Rob. I appreciate your time coming on, answering some questions, you know, some good uh, insight here. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. No doubt, man. All right. Whenever you press uh, cancel, let me know. Whenever you press stop recording, let me know. All right. Going on right now. Signing off.